So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA. Thank you for joining us, whether you found us through Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, or drbycuspid.com. We appreciate your time, and especially during these historic days. And what all is going on in dentistry right now is one of the reasons I'm so excited to have Dr. Marie Kuhnstadter on with us. Dr. Kuhnstadter, how are you this morning? I am doing well, thank you. Would you mind being safe? (laughs) Yeah, me too, absolutely. Would you mind just taking a moment and introducing yourself to our audience? Sure. My name is Maria Kunstadter, and I'm a dentist. I graduated from University of Missouri, Kansas City a few years ago. Um, I practiced dentistry for 38 years and uh, during that time became aware of the need for teledentistry by attending summits on the opioid crisis with physicians who were doing telemedicine. So it was a perfect storm of saying, that's what we need are virtual dentists to provide mm-hmm. care where everywhere people are seeking dental help. Now, even more important, we have people at home in fear of what's going wrong and we can reach out to them on their phones. Uh, and so now it's just, it's manifested to being a great uh, tool for this crisis. Yeah. The, you know, there are silver linings coming out of this and that's a very weird thing to say, but I think the rise of teledentistry, the rise of 3d printing, it's been very interesting to see these new technologies kind of take a leading stance whenever it comes to how we're dealing with this pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, if we can't use technology for good, then I mean, <laughs> that's what we do. You know, it's, it's, I tell everyone, one of my favorite, uh, when I present to healthcare companies is teledentistry has been around since 1849 when the first telephone was invented and it wasn't Alexander Graham Bell. It was an Italian person. And in 1849, when two people had, one person had a telephone and the other person had a telephone and somebody said, I have a toothache, that is teledentistry. You're using a telecommunication appliance device to communicate to another person what is going on. And once they started with toothaches, we've been doing teledentistry for a very long time. Now we can add a video component to it and there we can you know, improve our ability to deal with patients. See, I didn't know I was going to get a history lesson this morning. That's very cool. <laughs> all kinds of things you don't know. <laughs> I can tell you all kinds of things. <laughs> well, well, let's talk about, uh, in your view, uh, the teledentistry and what the pandemic has done kind of to the current and future states of it, both for the practice and the patient. Would love your thoughts on that. Well, absolutely. And thanks for asking that. So we um, obviously have been inundated since this hit. Um, for dentists and their staff wanting to be able to provide virtual care for their patients that they can't bring into the office. If the dentists and staff are willing to see emergencies, they don't want a partial adjustment coming in during that valuable time. So they can use, we have a service called My Teledentist, and they can actually reach out to their patients and say, we can see you virtually. Um, Click here and you can have a teledental consultation. So they can triage true emergencies. They can talk to their patients, keep them calm. We actually have e-prescriptions on our platform so that if it is something that requires an antibiotic or an antiviral or anything, you know, prescription that's appropriate for the patient's complaint, they can prescribe that. And we are doing that to the general public and just signed an agreement that the press release is going out tomorrow to partner with Cigna Health to be able to provide teledentistry for their members. Again, we have people at home that are 
terrified and don't know what's wrong. And right now we have people with temporary crowns on. That is an emergency to a patient when a temporary crown comes off. You know, dentists kind of go, and the sack go poo-poo, it's okay, we'll take care of it. But if you're at home, you're terrified to go into an office, certainly a dentist can talk to the patient virtually, see the patient, calm them down, tell them what they can do to put that temporary crown back on. And, and it, it can wait for three weeks with a you know temporary adhesive. Um, and then broken fillings, all the normal daily emergencies you see in an office, you can do virtually now except extract a tooth or drill. You, know, you you can you can tell someone to put to clean out a broken filling and put the temporary putty in. Go by, you know, the pharmacy and get some temporary putty fill and put in there, and that will calm the the nerve down and it make it feel better. We can e-prescribe for abscesses, so it's a it's a tool to be able to talk to people. And we've got you know a lot of people coming from our our direct consumer website that are just terrified. They're terrified to go in and they're terrified to sit there in pain. And that makes sense. And and I know that there's so many options out there for teledentistry right now. Uh, but I've got to ask you, what's one of the biggest misconceptions that there is out there about teledentistry? Well, you should ask the Texas Dental Board. <laughs> Oops, I didn't say that. <laughs> So I, I believe, you know, again, we're, we're sort of batting, we're um, lobbying the Texas and the Maine Dental Board to define teledentistry. It is not tooth movement. It is not, you know, it is not direct consumer products. It is, you know, being able to communi- telecommunicate with patients with it, now with video consultations so they can talk to their patients. So again, to to say you can't do teledentistry means that you know patients when you call them on the phone from your office when you send text messages from your software reminding their appointment there you know we communicate using telecommunications with our patients all the time this is just adding a virtual video consult to that communication so the misconception is it's bad <laughs> because yeah. some companies whose names we won't mention have been using it inappropriately or calling it teledentistry when they're actually not doing teledentistry but if you use it you know as a, an adjunct to the telephone again we've been doing this forever but now we can see a patient and i when i started the teledentist i require people to do video consults because we were in hospital emergency rooms and only I talk with my hands whether I'm on (laughs) audio or visual. Kevin's watching me talk with my hands. This is pretty funny. I just realized I was doing that. (laughs) Sorry. But only 0.4% of dental emergencies that go to an emergency room are medical emergencies. So 99.6% of those people could be handled with a video consult. Now, we as the teledentists don't want to miss that 0.4% if the swelling is up and if it is really life-threatening, if the swelling's up in the eye or down in the neck, or it really looks like it could be life-threatening. We want to say, no, you need to go to the emergency room right now. So we are, you know, we are, we can see the patient, we can see the tooth. A lot of times they'll hold their phone up and show you all, you know, whatever's happening in their mouth. Um, and that is extremely important for me to provide adequate patient care is to be able to see them, talk with them, calm them down and let them know what, what their options are. Well, let me ask you a few questions, or, or a couple, I should say, about uh, the dental team and kind of their role. And, and let's start with the assistant. So what role do you see the clinical assistant and or the cross-trained assistant having with this kind of technology? 
Well, in an office, if they have a teledentistry program set up at a computer, we actually call it a, an additional operatory. Um, if they, they can have a, a laptop set up and calls can come in, the assistant could open the call, talk to the patient, and triage it for the doctor. So they're in room two drilling on a crown, and they have the you know, patient needs to stop and rest. And the staff can go in and say, Doc, I have a, a patient in room Q. I don't know why I call it room Q, but that's why I call it, um, that has a broken filling and needs to see you. So, you know, we always in back in the day before COVID would get up, you know, exit the room and oops. Are you there? I am. Yeah, you're still oh, on. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, mine just went out. Sorry. That you know that you go from room to room to room. So you can just as easily go into a computer, into your office or what you know, whatever room and sit down, talk to the patient that the, the assistant or the front desk person has triaged and said, here's what's going on. And then the dentist can say, here's what we're gonna do, and I'm gonna hand you back to Susie and she's gonna make an appointment for you to come in in a couple weeks and get a crown on that tooth or get a filling done on that tooth. So it's basically the same thing you do with a real, with a patient in front of you. When you need to know what's going on with the patient, you sit down beside them, you look them in the eye and say, how can I help you? And mm -hmm. staff is extremely good at doing that. They can do that virtually as well. And, and I'm thinking, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, that the team members are really going to be a lot of the people who are trying to explain this technology or trying to get their patients comfortable with it. Is that what you're thinking as well? Or is it kind of going to be a group effort? No, I think that's an excellent idea. Again, we have life before COVID and life after COVID. So we have training tools for offices implementing teledentistry. And we tell them, we told them before COVID, when people came into their office on board the teledentist onto their phone, so that they already, they, so that they know how to use it if they have something happen when they're not sitting in the office. So the staff can, you know, introduce it, say we are available. The dentist can set up a time that they can triage patients. They can keep, you know, chair time for valuable revenue generating when we get back to being busy again, and keep all those unnecessary emergencies at, you know, their home and with a virtual consult. I. Um, definitely believe in using this for uh, monitoring aligner therapy. You know, once you've done a great job of doing a workup and seating the first aligners and checking for fit, you can check for fit virtually by having the patient put in their aligners on their phone, you know, their phone is holding up to their mouth, seeing if the aligners are fitting. And then the staff can just mail them their next aligner sets, set up a virtual consult for the six weeks down the road and save the patient drive time. The staff, you know, has to use disposables and clean up a room and shake it down for any, you know, if people are doing aligner therapy, it can be done virtually unless there's an issue. And then if there's an issue, you can schedule the patient to come in for an office visit. So there's many before COVID and after COVID uses for teledentistry that can enhance the practice, increase revenue, increase chair time and patient satisfaction. Oh, I didn't have to take off work. I didn't have to run in, yeah. spend all my time and money going in there. Um, I could do it from my phone. And and that, that's personally what I think is so exciting about this technology. And, and I know you've touched on this a little bit as we've been talking, but I want to try to wrap up our podcast by emphasizing this question. How is teledentistry going to play a role in your estimation once we get, and I'm using air quotes here, back to normal in the dental practice? 
Well, again, our, our before COVID approach with teledentistry is what we'll talk about here, but it is a way of taking your practice to 2.0 to the, you know, the new decade and, and increasing, you know, your awareness and your branding as being a brand relevant technology incorporating practice that you do virtual consultations and virtual visits with your patients when they don't need to come in. So A, you can provide excellent patient care, save patients time and money, save your staff you know, time and money, save your office time and money and improve the care of patients comfortably. And, and now we can charge for all these visits. So um, before COVID, not every insurance company was paying for teledental visits, but now it's a, it's a billable fee. So by we have a, we have a training on that, Kevin, and we can train the staff on how to optimize this when they get back to work uh, by using it uh, continuously after COVID as well. Well, and speaking of that, I want to make sure that our listeners know how to get a hold of you and, and your company, and, and I'd love for you to give that information out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's the teledentists, plural, dot com, um, www.theteledentists.com. Um, and there, you know, on our website, it says contact up on the upper right corner, and they can fill in their staff that, you know, what, what their interest level is, if they want to add this to their practice. If they put that on the comment notes, then it goes to the department that's that's working with teams on bringing teledentistry into practices. Um, and we in, we would love to you'd love to have everybody on board nationwide now because the need is so great. And we're onboarding as many as we can as rapidly as we can. Yeah, I know you and I have talked a couple of times in previous weeks, and it has been uh, quite a wild ride for you and your company. So congratulations <laughs> on, on all the good things that are happening there. And thank you so much for coming on today to talk uh, technology and where teledentistry is and where it's going. Well, I, I'm going to do one. My Zen um, for everyone there is to uh, the Chinese word symbol for crisis is two words overlying each other, two characters overlying each other, and one is danger and the other's opportunity. And that's, you know, the Chinese have known in every crisis, there is an opportunity and there's a danger. And obviously we hear on the media so much about the dangers of the COVID, but there are opportunities to take time, expand, think, and implement new technologies that'll be better for patient care now and better for patient care in the future as well. Great points all around. And and a lot of it, like every day, is how are you going to enter this day and how are you going to look at uh, the opportunities and the challenges ahead of you. So, Dr. Kuhnstadter, thank you so much for coming on this morning. I really do appreciate it. Well, I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, everybody. Be safe and uh, contact us if you need us. And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. We always try to bring you uh, relevant guests, timely information, because we know that this is a time of, as she said, challenge and opportunity for practices. So we're trying to bring you the information that we can from experts out there. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. And again, subscribe to us, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. You know, if you like what you heard, we'd love to hear some good ratings from you. And we will be back soon with another episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA.